Good morning, everybody. What's going on? This is Steve with the Books to Business podcast. Today, we have a little bit of a unique episode. Uh, It's the end of season three, but also Eddie is starting a new chapter. So this episode will be a little bit more clarity and sort of a swap cast with his Your World Within daily podcast. Me, him, and Terry all got together and kind of talked about the next stages. So I just wanted to post it here as well on our podcast so you guys who know and love Eddie and love our team can get a little more clarity on what's going to be going on going forward. And uh, me and Terry are still going to be doing a book a week going strong. We have Marketing Made Simple coming out tomorrow. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hope you guys have a great Monday, a great start to your week. And we're really excited for season four to start. We have some really great authors, great books ahead that we have lined up already. So we're going to keep you informed, get you a little bit more information on those so you can read along. We've been a little bit behind on that. Other than that, stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Your World Within Daily Podcast, Eddie Panero on the Sunday special. And as promised, I'm here with uh, my partners in crime, Terrence McMahon and Stevie Selly. And uh, we wanted to uh, just kind of talk about some of the, the things we've done over the past year, the things we've learned. I want to introduce those of you who aren't familiar with them to... Uh, the incredible things they've done and the value they add to the world. So uh, thanks for, for hanging, guys. Yeah, man. Good maybe, to be here, man. Good to be here. Yeah, maybe just to start, just a quick uh, quick introduction, maybe like a 15-second overview of, of your shtick. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the uh, movie rating on this? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's free-flowing. Yeah, I'm a retired, retired CEO, insurance business, and... Uh, knocking on doors for many, many years and built a big business out of some algorithms that I built and, and made uh, for, for uh, success in financials. But I blew up financially and then I blew up physically. I was like 350 pounds, ended up getting um, really sick with acute liver failure right to the end, uh, waiting for a liver transplant and was saved by a prisoner at the last second. Last minute, unexpectedly survived and recreated myself as an author and the show that we did together as a podcast host, TEDx speaker, and I don't really know what else I do. I don't have a definable job. I'm sure you have the same problem. The elevator speech is tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. Me, Steve, honored to be up. on the Sunday special. Pretty cool. Um, uh, I met these guys at the Your World Within event, which is pretty cool, but I got to share the quick story. When I, me and Eddie talked in 2018, I think my mom had a mutual friend got me his number. I picked his brain on YouTube. We both don't really remember the conversation, but really interesting because I was trying to use YouTube to escape my corporate job. And then now I have this time that I got to work with you. So that was really interesting seeing behind the, behind the scenes of how you do your YouTube, learn from it, and also like produce content together. And then with Terry, learned his story, went with him to his TED Talk. So my life's been crazy up and down, but it's super cool for to see that like at one point, none of this was even close. I was like a YouTuber trying to find a way. And now this is where I sit with these guys. So it's really fun. It's pretty interesting. It's so funny how yeah. things work. So yeah. So I mean, from from my perspective, I met Terry first. So I, I was living down here in, in uh, South Florida. He was up in Jacksonville, um, was on a podcast 
with our, a, a mutual friend of ours, our mutual friends, Terry came down. We realized like we came from different backgrounds, right? Him being the financial world and me not being the financial world. But we had a lot in common and really enjoyed uh, each other's company. So we started working on some things and hanging out and decided to do a podcast, decided to, you know, we partnered up on Your World Within Live. And that's where I met Steve for the first time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've just been been hanging out and, been and creating content for a while, and it's been uh, been really cool. I've learned learned a lot from you, blokes. <laughs> it's been awesome. So, Big journey, growing together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you're leaving. And now I'm leaving. Now I'm Audi five hundred. Not for long. Not forever. You're going on a walkabout. That's what the isn't that what Crocodile Dundee said? I'm going to go on a walkabout. <laughs> I haven't. He, just took, he took his bag and left. That's what he did. Crocodile the Dundee. The little stick with the little thing on the end. <laughs> you call on that? a walkabout. I think it's the movie. It's probably, <laughs> I'm probably the wrong movie, but that's what it means. I'm going off on an adventure. I'm going to go learn some stuff. I'll see you on the other side. That's, awesome. that's perfect. Yeah. I'll, I'll There's no definable objective to your journey, is there? Um, just to like gain further awareness, assess, yeah. and then I know I want to... Um, in, in juggling so many things, I've sort of let the creative piece die a tiny bit. I mm. want to bring that back to life. Um, but that's really, I mean, to your point, yeah, there's, it's just dot connecting. Yeah, but things exist now that didn't exist a year ago. A know, lot and, yeah. exists now. Yeah, that's that which is cool. Um, You're going to move well, to that, a new town that you never lived in before, right? Yeah. Ah, what questions do you have for Eddie, Steve? I know, I know what you Well, mean. I know he's excited for the, I would think he's excited for the running. We've talked about the mountains. I just want to see like a... Uh, we talked about the winter not might not be the best, but anything else that you're excited for that you're, that's new, like a new experience that you haven't had? Um, new. Well, just the, the, the change of scenery, right? Mm. To, to Terry's point, like this year was one of the most important years of my life because I built a lot of foundations that I just didn't have. Right. And now I feel like I have the opportunity to flex a little bit and, and do more of what I want to yeah. do, you know, like those parameters in place. So I'm excited to do that. Yeah, you got to take that new ability out for a little spin in the world. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You cool. had a good question. New I'm routine. just curious, you have an opportunity, you know, Covey said to change the fruit, that means to change the roots. Yeah. So you got to change, you know, you got to change, the, you know, so you're picking up, changing your roots. What new fruit are you looking to bear and what routines will you adjust to make sure that happens? Um, well, it's an interesting question. Isn't it funny though how a, a simple change of scenery just changes the way you think? It re-energizes yeah. you. You know, I talked about that a little bit this morning. How everyone should try and step out of their own world. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be for months or a year, but uh, for some period of time, just so you can look at it from a different angle. You yeah. know, and I think that's what it's about for me. Like I'm always looking for the the spark. And we've you know we've spent hours talking about this. How. I could not change a thing and I'd be fine for the rest of my life. But I, that's what scares me the most. So it's almost like I know that I want to, I, I want to see uh, what change can create and, and what it enables. And, you know, and, and also Zach's there who, um, you know, I've done quite a few projects with Zach and I enjoy working with Zach. He brings out a lot of, uh, mm you know, good qualities in, in me and my work. And so that'll be a fun thing too. So it's kind of a culmination of things. Do you have a question? Uh, I, have one. I just know that some people, and I, I mean, I know a lot of them, they, they, they go through the, the algorithm that the world gives you. Go to school, pay attention, get good grades, go to college, get a good job, stay there until you retire, and get hopefully 10 to 20 years of that and then die. Like that's, that's a prescription that we made up. 
you don't have to follow that. Exactly. Like you can just exactly. say, oh, I'll do this for two years, three years. I, what I like today at lunch, you said, I don't know how long I'll stay there. Maybe a long time, maybe two months. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, and you, then Steve brought up winter though. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Seasons. Yeah. I was going to say here, I know you like the skyline, the nighttime for the cinematography things like that sparks your creativeness. Yeah. Is there anything in North Carolina that you're interested in kind of going to shoot? So I've, I've, I've made about five videos in Greensboro. Right. It's such a random play. It reminds me of Roanoke, Virginia. It's like um, kind of like an old factory town mm. that they're bringing back to life. And there's a lot of, you know, new bars and breweries and restaurants and stuff kind of popping up. Um, so it's a, it's a fun place. And it's, you know, what's, not better or worse. It's just incredibly different from where we are, yeah. right? Like even the picture, it's funny because I save things in folders and taking pictures here, videos here, pictures there. Like here, it's, you know, it's even the colors. It's oranges, it's greens, mm -hmm. it's, and the, like light greens. And then over there, it's just whites, browns, dark gray. You can tell. It's just the entire, everything shifts. Interesting, yeah. And so um, it just couldn't be more different. You know, mountains and, and that's. You still gonna read a book a week? <laughs> I want, dude. That changed my life. I'm not. I'm not stopping that. I do. I don't know if I can commit to a week, but definitely around that time frame for sure. I wish you yeah. were a little more interesting in your delivery of this. Like, like what's his name in Goodwill Hunting? He just kind of just he's one day. Ben Affleck came to give him a donut and a nowhere. coffee, and he was gone. Isn't that been cool? Like, what is Eddie? Like, all you see is his camera and his computer. He's gone. Yeah. He's not. He's some, gone. some cryptic note on the table. <laughs> if that. A that'd be, more, that'd be kind of a fun thing. Just do a total Houdini. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Do that to the, the next place, you know? Just leave. If yeah. it's time to leave, you got to go. My father yeah. used to pull the Houdinis go, too. When he, he would be in a bar talking to people and he's, he'd make a pretend he's going to the bathroom. Uh, Boom, right out the door. He wouldn't think about anybody. That's so funny. That was, he made that move famous. I mean, you did that in Jacksonville, centrally. You were just yeah. like, eh, I want to be by the water. I made the decision up, in a couple weeks, yeah. I, I saw here, I was like, yeah, that's enough. Same with Steve. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of benefit to having a portable lifestyle and then there's a lot of like holidays and stuff. You get nostalgic. That sometimes isn't as much fun, but yeah, I love it. I thought of going to Chicago or New York for a year just because of how brutal the cold is, like specifically because I've always lived in Florida. So I was like, just to I, experience it. Yeah, and like live and see if I could do everything I normally do because so, it's such out of my routine. I just wear t shirts and shorts almost every day. So to have that and try to do, I don't know, the same routine is tough. I feel yeah. like it would like build up strength. I don't know. Uh, you'll have new, 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 new surroundings, will be new, you'll have new associations. You're going to meet, you're going to have different food. Yeah, Ooh. oh, that's true. That's true. Not as not many as Cuban jokes. You don't eat much fish sure. anyway, though, so you won't see that. But that Latino food will be way less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why like do you think... Uh, Taylor, Taylor asked uh, on, on Instagram today um, how it's so easy for me to do that. And being that both of you guys are, are sort of in a similar boat. Like, why do you think that is? Because it totally... like Able to leave? Yeah, because there are some people that are very, very grounded and rooted mm. and... Again, it's an intentional thing. It's a stylistic thing. It's a lifestyle choice. But what do you think it is that may... Like, would you chalk it up? I'll put it this way. Would you guys chalk it up as just values? Yeah. I would say you're really connected to that. But also, embracing the un unknown is probably the hardest thing to do. And if you did it once, like, I think you did a way harder thing when you left your job, that that was such a huge unknown of how to make that work, that now mm -hmm. this is almost like... You, you see how well that worked out. Now, this one's even easier and exciting, and you have proof that it works 
So I think now for you, it's a lot easier if someone, this is their first jump like that to move somewhere completely new. It might be even more scary, but you made, you did a harder one. So making it work, I think is removes that unknown. I mean, it's a perfectly logical process though. If you think about it, it's illogical to stay in the same place in this giant, beautiful world for your whole life. Like it's perfectly logical to at least test whether or not that's something that's interesting to you and you'd like. So many people move and love it. Like lots of people go to Costa Rica on vacation. And Never come back. Epiphany and I live. Yeah, there's <laughs> lots of Americans I met down there. I've been there 20 times, maybe 18 to 20 times. And I I've forget. been 30. But yeah, they just they just like oh I just stayed. And they're arbitraging their money. There's lots of financial benefit to doing that, but it's, it doesn't have to be Costa Rica. It could be moving just to a new area. Right. Because, uh, you know, after your kids grow up, I have kids, you guys don't, but you don't see them as much, even if you live in the same town. You know, they got their lives. You know, you might see them a couple times a month. Yeah. And for a day or, or a dinner. Now you can see them once, it, once every other month for three days, four days. Right? <laughs> three or four. <laughs> Perfect. Three or four. Do they know about that? Probably not. I don't think so. Everything's three so. or four. There's no more just three. It's always three or four. So we, we kind of like. Once you hear this, it's going to change your life. <laughs> yeah. There is a cartoon. What's it called again with the dog? It's, it's Pete Puma on uh, Looney Tunes. Okay. Yeah, he's like a lion. So he a just, puma. there's a thing with Bugs Bunny where he's talking about lumps of sugar in his coffee. He says, Bugs Bunny says, how many? And he goes, three or four. And so we realized after watching that how many times people say three or four on a given day. It's like <laughs> 10. How it's many, insane. I've said it at least three or four times already today. <laughs> Probably yeah. Three or four. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you heard it here because this thing's starting to turn into a movie. Yeah. Or a movement, not a movie. That's just Maybe a me movie. being dumb. Who knows? Um, but I, yeah, it, moving is, it's, I mean, a lot of people will, I don't know, when you're gone, what do they say? Like, I'm, I was super happy for it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it got me thinking, I think I might move again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was a little jealous, envy jealousy. I was like, I'm a, I want to move, I want to meet new people. Plenty yeah. of time for that. I think it also, I think you had the same thing. We, I say it all the time. It's like it got scarier to think if you don't do it. So if you keep thinking about what mm-hmm. you really want to do and you're staying in corporate, it's like if I, if I don't, then what's the alternative? I just stay doing this the whole th- time? Like yeah. that's worse. And I think it's awareness and also, like you said, the values. If you have something you want to do and every moment you're not doing it, it just like starts to eat at you. It becomes like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So what about... Too bad you're not retiring. It'd have to be a little more interesting of a story. You're just going up there to do what you were doing here. I know you're going to kind of make some changes, but because we could have put a good spin on that. Like Tim yeah. Ferriss's book, he says you got to do retirement sampling. You should say, I'm retired. That'd be cool. Like, Just make a big scene early and leave 30s. the place. I'm retired, yeah. I'm like, my microphone drop. You, you're one of the few people that can do it. You got that YouTube thing going. I want to do something drastic. I was thinking Key West, some random hidden place, grow a yeah. beard, write a book. <laughs> yeah. You know? All right. I think that would get old quick. That I, yeah, place, if yeah, you're there after five days, uh, it, it, particularly it's a big alcohol cu- culture. Yeah, they drag you out in the bars every night there. But um, you, did, you had a lot of options. And then we we're trying to talk you into going overseas, like going yeah. to arbitrage your money. Yeah, save a little coin. See, it's just different right now with uh, with the with the COVID situation, and I think there is a time and place to go somewhere in Latin America, particularly because I feel like I'm close to learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. But it's it's something that I I just it's a factor and a variable that I don't want to take on right now. You yeah, know, there are certain things that I really want to get done, and yeah. you know, 
You don't know what tech's available. You, and then if you leave, you don't know how bad this could get. You might not be able to get back in. That'd be a bummer. Yeah, yeah I think you can, <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. That's a crazy world we're in. You know, we're, we, uh, we did a lot of books. I think we did, what, 30 books together? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Some of the best books I've read. I think The Martian might have been my favorite out of all of them. Even more than Relentless? I can tell you something from the bottom of my heart. Because I experienced this. I was with a company 12, 13 years. And then I left one day when I got sick. I wrote everyone a really heartfelt note. I got sick. And there was a big meeting the next day. And then I was like, I'm sick. I'm going to need a liver transplant. Hopefully I survive. If I do, you'll see me. And a lot of times this big meeting comes up. We're up in the mountains in New Hampshire. And I was happy to hear that uh, after the meeting started and they made a quick announcement for four minutes, they never talked about me again. <laughs> <laughs> so after you leave tomorrow morning, me and Steve are probably late, unlikely to talk about you ever again. Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't love me in. <laughs> but you, Steve's yeah, like, that's all you. Man. My mentor once told me that. It says, everybody's replaceable. Don't get used to it, <laughs> including yeah. you, including me. But it's fun. You know, it's about relationships and growing. That's just a joke, obviously. Right. It was really, really my ego took a hit. I was like, oh, you don't miss me. Damn. <laughs> no, maybe I won't come back. A year from now, we do a podcast again. Another, like, swap cast, as they call it. Yeah. Swap pod. Yeah. That'd be swap cool. Pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be kind of fun. Just do that. Yeah. So, on a totally different topic, one of the things, I, I've talked a lot about uh, kind of the past year. Mm-hmm. over the past week or so. And uh, one of the things was like almost the culture, I feel like, of, of this little group, more so than anywhere I've ever been, is the connect the dots idea where it's almost like you, you visualize something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's important to you. You value it. And instead of asking, is it possible? You start with, it is. How do you connect the dots? Right? Yeah, work backwards. Yeah. So where you are and where you want to be is simply two points. How do you connect them? <laughs> And uh, I just thought that was a cool thing. I thought it was a powerful thing because a lot of people start with, well, is this or can this be exist? Can this be real? And uh, it's just not, we've yeah. never really entertained that. Well, the know? dots always connect, interestingly. And if we work backwards from how we met, and then I work backwards from how, how I met the guys that we met with, and I, work, I could work backwards to like six, six different decisions I made. Right. And here we are. <laughs> all the way to here and you're making another decision so one of the things that i think is interesting i was reading in the four hour body by tim ferris he says once you dissect the exact process to step outside of your zone and achieve something it's called like a superhero high you get out of it i think he did it with swimming he ended up mm. learning how to you know hire a coach and learn the technique of swimming which i swim like a rock <laughs> but he said he doubled his speed like he doubled his laps in four days and then he ended up being like amazing swimmer. So he said, oh, after that, he's, he learned that in body. He learned that in business. He learned that in internet. Same algorithm. Just, yeah, just, re- you know, that's like, like an amazing thing. Like you learned how to do things today that didn't even exist. You didn't have a podcast a year ago. Right. Right. You just started that 100 days ago, 101 days. Yeah. Now it exists. Like once something exists, you're like, okay, now what? Put, put more, more layers on the cake. I love that whole concept. Yanked right out of thin air. And if you're with people dragging you down in your, in your brain and talking you out of doing cool stuff, to get rid of them. And you leave them behind like uh, Mark Wahlberg did. Is it Mark Wahlberg? Matt Damon. Oh, in the movie? Why do I mix those two up? Yeah, I do all the time. The I Departed. Was it? No, it wasn't The Departed. It was <laughs> Johnny Boston. What was it? What the hell was that movie No, The called? Departed with Mark Wahlberg? No, it wasn't. No, no the one where... Uh, what's the, the town guy? or the something? Smart, the smart guy. Ben Affleck? 
The one no, you've he, met Damon. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, right? Yeah. Like him. Like if they're if they're if they're talking you out of it, you got to go. You got to leave. Move on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's funny because it, people associate like uh, like detrimental friends, or you know, they they interpret it as people being negative. And, like, it's just as bad to be around people that don't dream big enough. Like, right. someone doesn't have to tell you you suck to be a detriment to your life. You know what I mean? Um, just people that don't think big enough. What, right? what about the opposite of that? People that think big but are really full of shit. Oh. That's a new, I think that's a new social class, the bullshitter class. Like, people that are representing, like, you and I saw a common friend that posted this thing about getting all these followers and making all this money per month and you and I both know he can't pay his bill his car got repossessed right like he's a complete fraud but how only we would know that like do you see that like fake you know the kind of the fake news kind of movement like things in the newspaper and things you're hearing on social media like, I think you got to keep your antennas open for that particularly in a new place where you're going well I mean that's and I, I, I'm sure you guys will agree I mean as I've met more and more people you know, particularly, there's some great things about South Florida, but you could say particularly in this area, right. you know, a lot of facades, a lot of BS, a lot of people that feel like they need to portray themselves as something. And, and it's, I don't even get angry. I, I like it to me, it's just so sad. It must be so uncomfortable and stressful to always have to have this image of yourself, mm. you know, and that's why I always joke around. Like I'd rather be like authentic, happy and broke than the opposite of that and just constantly have to put this mask on. That's hell. Yeah. Well, that's the guy from uh, Catch Me If You Can, Frank Abingdahl, the guy that in the movie. <laughs> well, yeah. He was always lying <laughs> about who he was. version, yeah. yeah. Well, he was always lying about who he was. I mean, he changed it up a lot, and he was really good at it. Right. Like, he was a pilot. He was a doctor. Then he ended up being a lawyer, lied his way through everything. Yeah. He finally got caught. He was like, thank God I can be myself now. Yeah. And he said, you know, I heard him speak. It was fantastic. It was like, be yourself, man. Yeah. You don't have to be anybody else. If you're not as good as you want to be, just tell someone, I'm trying to get better. That was one of the coolest things I remember. Is it, you know, that must be five years ago now. I remember sitting in that studio apartment. Well, it wasn't a studio, that apartment in Boston. And uh, it was got to chat with Ryan Holiday a little bit, right? And it's like, you know, I, I write these speeches a lot of the time, and it's like, you know, I, I write sort of things for myself to live up to, but I'm human, and there are absolutely times when I don't. And I was like, Ryan, you know, there are times like when I, you know, I'll write something about positivity, and like this is my goal, and this is, and then I'm not positive the next day, or like I, and he's like, dude, authenticity is, you know, being yourself, being honest, trying, you know, and not putting, he's like, you'd be shocked at, you know, how many people out there are just not what they say they are. Right. He's like, that's not a problem for you. Yeah. And, and to me, it was like, that, that was really a helpful conversation because it was like, if you, just, if, you, if you just worry about being the best version you can of yourself, mm -hmm. uh, like all that other stuff just kind of falls into place. At least that's why I look at it. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Steve? No, yeah, I was thinking like, that's just, I have the same thing. It's like, you have these goals and you stay positive. I try to stay really positive, as you know, but it's like, you always worry that the affirmations, if you don't truly believe it, then are you like, you're focusing on that you don't believe and you're trying to like become something you're not. So it's like a balance because you want to like work towards it, but you also want to like be humble enough where you know you're not there yet. So it's, I think of that a lot as well, but you have to just be honest with yourself, but at the same time, believe in yourself. That's an awesome point. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. You can't see yourself as who you are. You have to see yourself as what you want to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, but also more, believe right. it. You know, you have to believe it now, but you can't. You, but then you're not, you don't just accept it. Be like, I'm already there. You know, you, so you believe it now as if you're already that person, but you still have to act towards it and work towards it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's a cool one. Who's more authentic than Steve? I, I don't think anybody. Videos. Thank I you. don't think anybody. He goes like from normal, regular <laughs> behavior what do I sound to like? like a super <laughs> spiritual Dalai Lama dude to some <laughs> dork that's a, you know, has a... That's going to be my new program, Dalai Lama to Dork. Yeah, from Dork to Dalai Lama. That's what you're, <laughs> that's your that's your spectrum of of, of uh, videos that I see. It is very very. Ooh, careful, <laughs> careful. You uh, keep clicking. You click through his speed. You're seeing like one day he's like, I want to be really serious. The next yeah. day he's got a banana stuck in his ear. Yeah, well, the lampshade. That's out my of fear, though. I think it was the built to sell book. Is like sometimes like I think they talked about being. You said being around people that don't dream big enough. Yeah. Sometimes I worry that like I have all these ideas and don't finish them. But I know that I have some ideas that I do finish like big YouTube ideas or big podcast ideas like I follow through but it is a scary thought to like have so many ideas there's people that just have ideas and they sound so new and great and all like big ambitions but they never execute so that's my fear too is like if I'm not executing enough so that's why I try always to try to focus on like something I know I can be consistent and like if I say a year plan, try to stick to it. Like the daily podcast I did, I don't really have an end date, but I've stuck to it. And it's like I didn't just do it for at least a, a week. It's been six, seven months, so I'm p- proud of that. But that's Congrats. a tough one. So how do you, how do you, how would you answer that question? Like the fear of like, because you do a lot, yeah. and yeah, I'll talk about the the your authenticity in a second. But like the the, you can always be doing more. Right. Like, how do you dive into that without driving yourself insane? Because, like, everything, it's a happy medium. Yeah. You know, you got to find that comfortable So spot. the way I look at it is what we were talking about before, the dots. <laughs> Lars. Thank you. The, the dots is, like, the I've been doing with this mindset of, like, trying to do everything and trying to focus, and it landed me in a great spot here and, like, working with you guys. And, like, my content's growing. So I, ha- I, have, the, I have the understanding, like, okay, something's going right. I don't really know how the dots are connect going forward, you just kind of do the most. And then I like try to refocus, plan it out, re- like reconnect to the values. What do I really want to do? I also think, I think it's helpful like periodically to kind of reassess. Like, see, like, like I said, I did the podcast for six months, changed the name again, but that's because like, I got six months of data, I committed, and now I kind of reassess, see who's listening, see my audience, and change again, I pivot again. But you don't want to always be pivoting, but I think like, you don't want to never assess. You don't want to ever, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just take a moment to stand back. And like you said this morning, with like if you're in the fish in the stream, yeah. is like, that's what I did. So I, you have to do that every so often. Uh, but also like have faith that like, you're, you, like you said, better version of yourself in every way. The podcast is something I love to do. I would do it if I don't do it. So always using those focusing questions, but understanding you're not going to really see the dots until you look backwards and just keep making dots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. So, like with the story thing, I, Terry, you've gotten really good with the stories and this. I, I, someone asked me about that today. They're like, "Why don't you post more on social?" And I'm like, "I just hate. Like, I feel like it, it detaches from the stuff that I want to say because it, it just it's a different frame of thinking. I'm working on it. I'm getting yeah, better at it. But Steve is like, he'll take the camera and he won't even think. Like my first thought when I'm doing. A story is like how is this going to be perceived like what's what do I want what's the takeaway Steve just grabs it says whatever's on his mind makes a dumb face and yeah. sends it out like just there's no and uh, it's it's a cool thing like it's just no filter a big part of that was when I started my YouTube what were you going to say T? makes a dumb face I'd be like <laughs> I don't know what is that so yeah so when I was in college and I was doing my dunking thing it was like, 
as soon as I made a huge cutaway of caring what people thought, I made a lot of progress in my training because a lot of it was like, oh, they want to go out tonight and I would do it to like appease them. And I would go out sometimes for myself too, but there was a difference, you know, like if you don't want to do it. And then also like watching sports, like watch a three-hour game or go to the gym or do my homework, whatever it was in college. But that was a huge shift of like worrying because up until that point, it was like less and less myself. And then when I cut away, I started making the videos, started vlogging. And that's when I realized it was a muscle of being yourself and well for me like that's a that was a big value for myself as being myself so now when i do the stories and i cringe at it even myself or whatever i'm like it's working that muscle and i think of it that way instead of like uh thinking overthinking it because i did overthinking for so much of my life that i'm like and i made success when i finally broke away that i, I remember that and use it that's a good tool for that. Yeah, it really is. I'm I'm, I'm right behind you. Yeah. I'm following you. I'm, Let's gonna, do I'm it. following your lead on this thing. And then, um, of course, when you get a little bit of feedback, your friends like those like really can fuel you. Like if I get a good friend to reach out that's not on social media and he'll see like a silly post and it makes him laugh, it makes your week. It, like it can make it can make my entire week knowing that like he might see it. Yeah. So when you do that, like you post it for that's a mindset too. That's what I should share is that I post it for. Some of my friends sometimes, those silly ones, like I don't forget everybody else and like 10 friends or two friends that might see it, that makes me want to post it. Like just the thought of him scrolling is like worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Right, T? Right on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing good on TikTok. You're being authentic. That's why they like you. Oh, yeah. I've been rehearsing. I'm not authentic. <laughs> Come on. He's, uh, no, but for real, like, once I get you have stuck. jokes around and you drop the pencil and you throw shit. I'm just teaching a little idea once in a while. Yeah. You know, one little idea under a minute. Yeah. What was the one that got uh, a million, uh, million views? That was my, one of my favorites. If you just want to model a business, just, just look at what Amazon does to sell things. And I get all kinds of haters saying, no, it's the, it's the product. I said, no, it's not. A Amazon has a framework that puts six to ten mind tricks in your head. And each one amplifies the likelihood to buy higher. You know, social proof, you know, how many people liked it. Scarcity, you know, the deal's running out. Some kind of reward. Uh, some kind of authority endorsing it, and then you have they make it super available and urgent. Like these are all cognitive triggers. So I just explained uh, here is how to become a trillion dollar company, and a million people watched it. Yeah. So Sweet. one person does anything with that, I've helped the world a little yeah, bit today. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll help a lot of people. There were a lot of comments that were like, "Oh my god," because you realize there's like 20 different points where they try and manipulate you on a page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, you can't pretty argue and then, you know, It's the same for every product. Every product has the same. And then they have, I did a second video on also bought together, you know, at the end when they... Frequently bought together. Right, because you go to the grocery store, you go for milk, they always put milk in the back of the grocery store, you end up coming home with a blender and some some Jello and four, four bat, Snickers, you, you know, you know, wiffle ball bat. Like, oh, you need all this stuff too. Like, that's what happens when you're in a store. So Amazon is a store. So they put all these cognitive triggers and they make all these things available to you based upon some creeping they've done with analytics and things that actually are commonly bought together. They always get me with electronics. If I buy a camera or something that they're yeah, frequently you, bought together, oh, I definitely need yeah, that wire for it. the wire, yeah, yeah, adapter. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet on. Would you say, I feel like that was your favorite week of the, at least my, my part of the books, the business stuff. It was um, the cognitive bias stuff and the Charlie Munger I love it, yeah. I mean, I've learned a lot about it. I knew Shaldini did a book called Influence that highlighted the six big ones, reciprocity, social proof, um, you know, authority bias. But they're, 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 there's 100 cognitive biases like, because we're, you know, we're built to survive. 
Yeah. We, we got a, we got the, the big brain working, the big instinctive brain. When you Can't guys be overruled. When you guys get to uh, happiness hypothesis, Jonathan mm. Haidt touches on a few too. Can't wait. We to have him right, uh, a couple weeks, right? Thirtieth, I think. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm. Well, cool. So, what would you say moving forward is one thing that you've learned or you've experienced from whether it's books to business or any of the other you know stuff we've done, uh, course creation, any of that stuff that you guys feel like you'll you'll take with you or, or take up a notch in the future. I think that's, for me, it's obvious it's the cutaway and the clarity. That's what I learned from you. Like very, always clear, clear with the messaging from T, like with the marketing and things like that and cut away. Like always, does it add to your goal, if not? And also the comfort zone, like always pushing that comfort zone or getting out of it. That's awesome. For me, it'd be the, you know, the first time you do anything, it's the worst time you'll ever do it. To try new things, like for us, it was uh, free talking on podcasts. You know, you never, oh. neither of us ever did one. Our first one was horrible. Our last one was really good. And you know, you walk away with an ability, as I do and Steve does, to curate books and have conversations. We've interviewed some amazing authors. Like all that stuff is cool, and it has no bearing on how you look that day or what you're wearing or what you said, as long as you were yourself. I think that's kind of resonated with me. I learned a lot about speaking. Yeah, that's what I talked about too. Like recently, the, the from this, the ability to just sit comfortably and say things without worrying, you know, how it's coming across or you know whether it's just you're you're thinking and you're speaking, mm -hmm. and uh, that's just reps, man. That's like sitting there doing it again and again and again, having good conversation and lives too, going live, um, which is a similar thing, but there's like an added pressure. I think to being live in the moment. Yeah. That uh yeah. Completely not worried about anymore. That's so cool. What are you up to right now? Uh, you're you're worrying me. Um Miss this you're going away. <laughs> Yay. Goodbye, Eddie. <laughs> Oh my god! See you soon. Why? Because you steal our food. <laughs> what? You don't remember that? Well done. That's the Mickey Mouse goodbye song. That's awesome. You had to be over 50 to know what that means, but the Mickey Mouse used to have a, uh, the Mickey Mouse Club. It's still Isn't on. that how Justin Timberlake started? I hope so. A lot. Of, a lot. <laughs> Janet Jackson was on it, too. There's a lot of people on that show. Look it up, man. I believe you. Look believe it up. Hey, it's been real, brother, yeah, and we'll see you on the other side. And with that, we're signing Keep out. Pushing.